Hello and welcome to episode 41 of WCAT Chats. I'm Alex Carr, Wait. joined alongside by Palmer Ruth. And we've got a little catching up to do a couple weeks since our last episode. And some things have happened on the swimming front, and we'll get to that later with Katie Christopherson and her younger brother. So Connor. Connor And actually, it's episode 42 right now. Um, you were looking at the prep from last week, which when we had great wrestling. And let's start off with the wrestling. They actually had a big meet here at home on Saturday. And tonight, they got their senior night, so make sure to come on support. And then I got two seniors, Robert Krim, Van Brown. So make sure to go support them. Going up against St. Pius, and now taking a long rewind back since we've missed a lot of sports. Not last Saturday, but the Saturday before. Both boys and girls basketball took down Stevenson. Guys put up 80. Just tremendous region game versus Stevenson. Then, our guest coming on this week, Connor Christofferson, was named one of the Prep Sports Nation Athlete of the Week after a great meet versus Maris. I'm sure we'll dive into all of that with Connor. And then... Basketball took on Miller Grove. Girls won 47-35 on January 9th, and the guys won 67-45. to So just tremendous job all around there by the basketball team. They've really had a great job here in region play. And then we get into what's almost been the stuff recently, the weather. Both basketball games that were going to happen last Friday got canceled versus Druid Hills, and then they were supposed to have two games last night that also got canceled. So they're kind of on a little bit of a break here, although they did have a big meet this Saturday where they actually both took, well, guys took on Lovett, girls took on Pace. Girls, unfortunately, did fall to Pace. But, you know, it did happen. Stella Chartrand had herself a game. School record, 43 points, as Cats, unfortunately, did fall to Pace. But you know who did not fall to a local rival? The boys' basketball team dominated Lovett in the Battle of Buckhead. Guys won 62-46. to Just a tremendous game all around. And then... Speaking about some alums, Talia Stoudy, class of 2019, got drafted to the National Women's Soccer League to the North Carolina Courage. So, I mean, that's just tremendous to see. You know, people don't really talk a ton about pro women's soccer, but it's definitely growing in America, and it's great to see alumni taking the big stage. Yeah, round two pick 24 is quite an accomplishment. Uh, so, congratulations, Talia, and we know your younger sister at UGA. A lot of talent in that family. And then also congratulations to Stella Chartrand. 43 points is a lot. And there have been a lot of – is that a total school record or just girls? I don't know. Because we've had a lot of great women's basketball players. We've had a lot of great men basketball players. 43 as a school record. It's, that's pretty impressive to put up as mm -hmm. a uh, school record. And then this week, Westminster Swim, mate had, Swim had a meet canceled. And then Boys and Girls Basketball versus Clarkson got canceled. But also starting up this week, spring sports are starting to practice, right? I know you on the baseball diamond, the lacrosse team started yesterday trying to repeat as back-to-back -back champs. Same with girls soccer, actually had their first tryout, I believe it was just Monday, trying to go for their ninth straight state championship. I mean, that is a big number. Really just tremendous stuff there. And then coming up this Friday, we got the Play for K basketball game against Holy Innocence. And, I mean, it's just a great cause overall, trying to raise money for the KO Cancer Fund. <laughs> and, you know, it's against Holy Innocence, and they, they're pretty good. They have, on their boys' team, they got a 6'10 kid who can dunk like crazy. So make sure to come out to support a great cause and to watch some high-level basketball. And we already kind of touched on wrestling senior night tonight. And then coming up later this week, 
We have a lot of great activities. Starting off, obviously, that basketball game that we were talking about on Friday. And then Friday, Saturday, the Metro meet for the swim and dive team. Diving on Friday, swimming on Saturday, split up with prelims and finals. It's the biggest meet of the year for anyone who doesn't swim state. So it's going to be rocking and roaring. Probably, I'd say, at least 15 teams in the Nauditorium here at Westminster on campus. So make sure to come out and support and to watch a lot of high-level swimming. Is that what you guys are calling it now, the Nauditorium? Uh, that's just what I call it. I mean, I call where basketball is played the House Center, even though everyone, no one knows what the House Center actually is, but that is its official name. And as you can see, lots of sports going on. So make sure to stay up to date. Go follow at Westminster WCAT on Twitter because, I mean, there's just tremendous content being put there. Ready to move over to some professional sports? He runs the Twitter. I do run he's, the Twitter. That's why it has such good content. He's plugging it. All right. Uh, yeah, professional sports. NFL wildcard weekend just passed, and wow. Go, a lot Pat, happened. go. Cowboys don't know what a playoff win is. Dak Prescott, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a win in January. Uh, Jalen Hurts lost as well. He's 0-3 in the playoffs when his defense lets up more than seven points. So <laughs> that's, a wild that's another stat. stat. What is happening? Jason Kelsey retired. He got tush-pushed into retirement. Uh he said that the tush push hurt, and if you don't know what the tush push is, whenever the Eagles would get to like the one or two Did yard line, it? no, <laughs> whenever the Eagles got to the one or two yard line, they would all huddle up in like a kneel formation, except they would all just push Jalen Hurts into the end zone, and that's where they mm-hmm. got the name uh, tush push. But so Eagles lost, Cowboys lost, the Browns lost. Joe Flacco's Lynn Sanity run unfortunately fell. I really loved Joe Flacco, the 6'6 behemoth, coming out of retirement. He wasn't even retired. He just didn't have any job opportunities. Came back and balled. Besides mm-hmm. his two pick sixes, he didn't do horrendously. It was just kind of like the Browns defense, especially. like C.J. Shroud cooked. Yeah, C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love had the, legitimately the exact same um, passing stats, except for like a two-yard difference. Jordan Love almost had a perfect pass rating of 158.3. I think it got 157 flat, and that's purely because of one drop by yeah. whatever tight end. Hawks on a cold streak may trade one of their key players, Dante Murray, and there's going to be some exciting WCAT Hawks content coming up pretty soon, just to tease you on that. And I think that's all for pro sports. Now, let's go, uh, in, let's go into our interview with Katie and Connor Gustafsson. We're now joined here by senior Katie Christofferson and then her younger freshman brother, Connor Christofferson. I mean, how are y'all doing today? Good. Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, we're super excited to be on. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks for having us on the show. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All righty. All right. Um, so, you guys, both of you guys had a very good season so far. Um, what's it just been like? You know, having a younger freshman brother, what's it been like having that dynamic on the team? Um, it's obviously super exciting to have my younger brother. He can be both my biggest supporter and my biggest bully at <laughs> times. But um, it's just I'm really grateful to have this year where we can overlap, and it's really special to share some of these moments together. Mm-hmm. And what's it like having an older sister kind of peer over you, and you kind of want to, like, impress her, but also you got to sometimes make fun of her to um, – Impress other people. I've had that experience with my older brother on the baseball team. Um, well, yeah, it, it's, it's a great experience. I, I'm glad that we have at least one year together overlapping. So it's, it's definitely been fun, and um, I try to support her a lot. You mm-hmm. know. 
Now, going back in your, your, your kind of the origins of y'all's swimming story, when was it that it clicked for y'all that y'all were really good swimmers? Do you have like a defining meet or practice where you're like, dang, I'm really good at this? So we started off doing summer swim um, with the Smyrna Sharks, and I kind of did it off and on. And then when I was nine, I thought I could make um, the summer swim state team, and I did not make the summer swim state team. And it took a moment of realization that if I wanted to do something like that, I actually had to put in the work. So Mm -hmm. I decided to join a year-round team. So I started off on USAC, and it took off from there. Now I'm on Swim Atlanta, but... um, that was crazy to think about it's eight years ago now. Yeah, so for me, I think I started doing summer league when I was four. But then my sister, like she said, she joined USAC and I was kind of being dragged to the pool. So for me <laughs> it was a lot it was a lot more fun to actually join in than watch from the bleachers. So when I was seven, I started doing it competitively. And then when I was nine, I won my first state title and then from there I kinda knew the sport was for me. So it looks like you guys have had swimming in your lives practically the whole time. Um, would you say your parents had a big role in that, or who's been the biggest, like, most helpful coach throughout your career? I would say our parents have had a really good role. They're definitely very supportive. But um, neither of our parents swim, so that's something interesting. While they help us, they don't really know um, all of the ins and outs, which um, I think is important. Personally, I wouldn't want um, my parents to coach. I think the parent role is more from the supportive side, not as much as the coaching side and now I mean just kind of like going about it like y'all have almost at least from an outsider point of view two very different perspectives on like getting better almost to agree Katie you're like the healthiest person I know and then Connor is over sitting at CC's pizza just chowing down on pizza you know talk to me about y'all's kind of like strategies of improving while still also you know enjoying life um well for me my kind of outlook is as long as I'm working hard in practice which I am, and I, I work really, really, really hard. It kind of doesn't matter what I eat, it just how much I eat, because I need to eat a lot. Um, because sometimes, actually in the first couple, I think the first two weeks in the summer, I lost 10 pounds, and I'm not fat. So, that, <laughs> so that's kind of crazy, because um, I was swimming so much, I was burning around 7,000 calories a day, so my coach told me I had to start eating 7,000 calories a day. And I can't really eat 7,000 calories of broccoli a day. So I, I, had to, I had to eat a lot of food. And it didn't really matter what the food was. It's just how much I could eat. So have you gained weight with that increased calorie intake? Or you just... Um, I, I have not gained the weight back. Wow. <laughs> so um, Connor and I, as you can see, have a pretty different perspective on what it takes to swim fast. Um, obviously, hard work is a big part of it. But... You can only put in so many hours in the pool, only be on the pool deck so many hours a day. So I try to use nutrition and healthy eating as a way that I can improve my performance um, as an added bonus. But um, this summer I did experience some overtraining. So this season I've really been trying to focus on, I track everything on my whoop. So if I can tell I've been having, you know, a string of some bad um, days physiologically, I really make sure I try to get in an ice bath, use there, go and try to get to sleep super early. Um, just focusing on all of those things because um, Connor and I sometimes are training upwards of 20 hours a week, and you can't do it by just going to practice and not care- taking care of your body in other ways. Connor seems to be um, getting away with it now, but as he gets older, he'll probably start to need to be healthier. And talking about your whoop band and then also the Westminster workload, how many hours of sleep do you typically get a night? 
Um, I try to aim for eight or nine, which can be hard when I have morning practices. Usually those are more like seven, but I usually shoot for nine. Yeah, I get a lot of sleep. I go to bed at nine. And I don't, I don't often go to morning practice, which is surprising for my level. But I think it's a lot more important for me to get sleep while I'm still growing. So I don't go to morning practice really that much. So I get, I get a lot of sleep. Man, I'm jealous, and I'm not even good at I don't even swim as much anywhere near as y'all. And, um, you know, looking ahead, your last state championship for Westminster, your first mm -hmm. and the rest of the season, what are y'all looking forward to for Metro's senior night for you and then having the state championship? Um, in my opinion, the lead-up to state is even more fun than the meet. There are just so many awesome traditions and team activities planned before, and it really gets everyone in a great mindset to race and swim fast. And then definitely the state meet, state meet itself, I think it will be a little bit better sweet um, having swum that last race for Westminster at the end of the meet. But um, overall, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really excited because it's my first state meet. And last year, the Westminster boys team lost for the first time in seven years. So I kind of want to start and reset the winning streak and maybe go for longer than seven years this time. So. We'll see if we can do that. I think we can. And Connor, you're a freshman, so you've got a lot of high school swimming and then beyond that um, ahead of you. What's your high school goals? What are you looking forward to and what are you trying to achieve? Man, I've, I have a lot of goals. Um, I'll probably, I mean, realistically at this high school meet, I'm going to try to get at least one Westminster record. I already technically have them, but I didn't do it at a Westminster meet, so they don't count. So I'm going to I'm gonna try to do those. But by the end of my high school career, I'm going to try to set some state records and see, see what I can do and try to get my, my name cemented in the leaderboards. So that's, that's a goal I have. Those pretty lofty goals, but we don't doubt you. And then, Katie, your senior year, you've accomplished a lot. What's been your favorite thing that you've done as a Westminster swimmer? Um, I think for me, one of my most exciting races was when I was a sophomore, I set the state record in the 200 IM. And... That was um, a really special moment for me because up until then I hadn't been very great at the 200-yard um, races, and that was kind of a breakthrough for me. Um, not only was it really exciting to get the state record for the Cats, but that was also a really big break breakthrough for me with those 200-yard um, races that are a little bit longer. And then um, my teammates were so excited and supportive for me, so that was a really great moment. Man, I don't even know if I could sprint 200 yards, and the fact that you do that and get the state record is incredible. So, And, you know, Connor, last week after a fantastic meet that you spent marriage, you were honored as the Prep Sports Nation Athlete of the Week. You know, what's it like getting this recognition already at such a young age? I know you had a Swim Swam article written about you. You know, what's it like seeing, you know, people are talking about you? You know, it's, it's really cool. So around a year and a half ago, I had my first of three knee surgeries. So I really did not know how I could bounce back. But I took a lot of hard work, so I think – Having that sort of struggle made my success more exciting, and I'm, I'm so grateful to have them. And you mentioned Prep Sports um, Nation. I have that. It's going to be after the Hawks game, tune into 92.9. I'll be on there. <laughs> what are you going to talk about? Do you know? Uh, um, well, I, 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 it's pre-recorded. Oh, really? Yeah. You, is it better it's, than this? or? I, I, I kind of use some of the same answers. Nice. All right. <laughs> we're we're going to have to make sure to pu uh, publish this episode before their thing comes out. All right. What time at 92.9? After the Hawks. After so the Hawks 10 or 10.30. All right. 
Time's good. That's pretty impressive. And then, Katie, you're committed to swim and signed to swim at UVA. What was that process like, going through the recruiting process, then landing on UVA? What really made that stand out to you? So that was really exciting for me. I was really trying to find a school with a good balance of um, academics and athletics. But the UVA program, I think, is really unique for a lot of reasons. One, the team is super close with each other. And then they also have a really unique training style. Um, Specifically, they focus a lot on training outside of the pool, so lifting in drylands. And um, right now in my training, I focus a lot on lifting in drylands. It's something that I really enjoy to do for training, so that was definitely a big bonus. Yeah. What would you say your collegiate goals are? Like, what do you want to accomplish at the next level? So, um, hopefully, by the time when I graduate um, college in 2028, that'll be an Olympic year. So. My biggest goal would be to make the LA Olympics, but hopefully, um, I think it'd be really awesome to be NCAA champion, um, you know, be All-American. Um, just there are a lot of goals, and then UVA Women's Swim and Dive has won NCAAs the past three years in a row, so I think it'd be really special to be a part of that team and keep the winning streak going. And for both of you all, has there been like an older swimmer that you've really looked up to who's really like giving you advice, not only in the pool, but also out of? Um, I kind of have an experience like that at, um, what's it called? Um, wait, 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 what's it? Atlanta Classic. Atlanta Classic, yeah. So at Atlanta Classic, Kieran Smith, um, and Caleb Dressel, they were, they were both really nice to me. Kieran Smith, he made a point of congratulating me and, mm -hmm. um, hyping me up before my races. And it's really cool because he's the best in the world. He is truly an amazing athlete. So it was, I found it really inspiring when when he made a way to talk to me. And then at that in the meet, Kieran Smith, he introduced me to Caleb Dressel, who you guys probably know as the world record holder. And he, actually, Caleb Dressel, he gave me his tech suit, which was super nice. That's so sick. That, that was a really inspiring moment. I would say for me, um, my club coach's sister is a three-time mm, yeah. Olympian, Amanda Weir. And so she'll come and practice for exercise. And um, she'll do drylands with us, but she's a super awesome mentor because she has experience on the sport from all levels, like from the very beginning to the most elite. So she's a super awesome person to have on the pool deck and talk to about meets and everything. And then what is almost the best meet of your life, whether it be for Westminster or not for Westminster, just in terms of, you know, amazing times or even just like just the most fun? So I think early December I had senior state. Yep. And that was kind of cool because it was my first time doing senior state. Um, and I, I did really well. I got second place in, I think, was it three events or two events? I, I don't know. But the, the times, I had really good times. So that was definitely, <clears throat> sorry, that was definitely something that I was really excited about. My 200 freestyle time was 13th best all time in the nation for my age group. And, um, and my 200 free was second best for this year. And my 100 free was best for this year and 16th best all time for my age group. So that, that was super um, exciting that I got those times. So that was probably my best meet I've had so far. And I would say for me, in 2022, I swim junior nationals out in Irvine, California. So it's nationals for everyone 18 and under. And um, I had a ton of really exciting time drops. So. That meet was really special for me. And also, it's a really cool setup in Irvine, California. The pool's outside. Um, it's super big and nice. But 
Um, one of the most exciting parts was that I was able to drop 10 seconds in one season in my 200-yard breaststroke to wow. win the race. So that was super exciting. It was something I had put a lot of work into and to see um, all that hard work pay off, especially at such a high rate of improvement was super motivating. And then, I mean, both y'all obviously swimming for us, Minster, Coach Lochran. <coughs> Do y'all have any favorite Coach Lockin stories, just like kind of the mystique of the Westminster schools, as she likes to say? So Coach Lockin likes to talk about a lot the mystique of Westminster swimming, which is true because um, we've been so dominant for so many years, but we also we have such a good character and reputation um, going onto the pool deck. But I would say um, after, I think it was my 200-yard free relay, um, my sophomore year at the Westminster girls beat a really old Walton record and so to see Coach Lagren really excited and um, celebrating after that was definitely my favorite Coach Lagren memory. Um, I'm, I'm only a freshman so I don't have any particular moment but she's definitely a really fun person to have around the pool deck and she brings a lot of energy so I always look forward to um, seeing her reactions to after I swim. And then we end every interview with this question. If you give a piece of advice to a younger you, maybe even Katie, to Connor, what would that piece of advice be? Um, this sounds cliche, but the most important piece of advice is to have fun because um, you spend so many hours at the pool deck and having fun is the only way to make it worth it. And it is important to work hard and not every practice you, you're going to has to be fun, but just it's important that you enjoy being there, being with your teammates because um, Swimming is a sport that's super mental and it's super easy to get burned out. So if you want to have that long-term enjoyment of the sport, you definitely have to make sure that um, having fun is made a priority. And I've got one final question. Um, as you said, burnout is like a, a big thing, especially in like all high-level sports. So what keeps you guys going? What makes you guys want to finish each race and continue to get better? Um, I think the act of thinking about getting better is enough to keep me motivated. I, I haven't experienced burnout yet. <clears throat> Sorry, I think it's cold outs. It is. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I just keep going. And I, I find the sport really fun and I find the grind really fun, which, um, which is good because I'm really passionate about swimming. So I'm glad that I find it fun because otherwise I probably would get burned out. Um, so yeah, I find the hard work being fun and that that itself kind of keeps me from not getting burnt out. Um, I've definitely experienced burnout, um, especially at the very beginning of my sophomore year, which that prompted me to move to um, Swim Atlanta. But I think for me, the biggest thing that keeps me going is knowing that there's so many people that support me along the way. Swimming's, it is an individual sport, but at the same time, it's not a one-man show because I could never just train on my own and be a good swimmer by myself. It takes my coaches, all my teammates, my parents, um, athletic trainers, so many people that just are there and they want to help you succeed. So I would say that's my biggest motivation. And then Connor, just wrap it up. What piece of advice would you give a younger self? Um, I, I think just the most important thing in swimming is just consistently working hard, not working hard one day at a mm -hmm. practice, but just working hard every day at every practice and giving it your all, finishing up and getting tired and feeling like you couldn't, give it, you couldn't have given the practice anything more and you've given it your all. So I think that's definitely really important for a sport like swimming because it is so, um, 
it's, it's a very grindy sport. What you put in, you kind of get out. Mm -hmm. So that is, that's very important for that sport. So yeah. I would definitely recommend working hard. I mean, thank you guys so much. It was great getting to talk to both of y'all, and good luck. The rest of this year and then the rest of y'all's swimming career, looks like y'all got a lot of time left before you hang up the goggles and caps. So good luck. <laughs> thank you so thank much you. for having us. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm.